Devin here from Mazella Companies, and welcome to our podcast. If you're new, welcome. We are happy to have you. If you're returning, welcome back. In this episode, I sit down with Chris Whitney, a sales engineer with Progressive Crane, and he walks us through overhead crane quotes and how to compare them. In this episode of our podcast, we cover what exactly an overhead crane quote covers, what you can expect during the process, and how to compare one quote to the other. We start the discussion by having Chris walk us through exactly what an overhead crane quote covers. The purpose of an overhead crane quote is basically to get an idea of what it's going to cost for you to move your materials throughout your plant. Things you want to be looking at are the capacity that you're going to be lifting, the type of speed you're going to need for moving from one end of a building to another, as well as how many times you're going to be making a particular lift in an hour. So it sounds pretty simple. All they want to do is figure out what you do, how often you do it, and what it'll take to make you do it faster. But what does the process look like? sales specialist is going to come into your plant, talk to you about your needs, take some measurements with regards to building space that is uh, available for putting in the overhead crane. From there, specialist will go back and meet with his estimating and engineering team and put together a proposal. That could take anywhere from three to 30 days depending on the uh, type of crane, the number of cranes, and complexity of the project. From there, a formal quote will be put together and then the sales specialist will come back in and meet with you to present the proposal. Upon arrival, they'll have a tape measure, sometimes they'll have a laser, that'll allow them to get uh, relatively accurate measurements up front. In addition, being able to see the area that the crane is going to be installed will give the sales specialist a good idea as to what the installer may have in their way when they come to do the work. In addition, the client can also expect that our sales specialist is going to know what they're talking about. They're going to come in, they're going to have an idea upfront of what you need just by the first phone conversation that they have. This will allow the process to go a lot smoother, won't take up a lot of time. When Chris told me it could be between three and 30 days just to get your quote back, I figured there had to be something that you could do to expedite that process. Fortunately, there is. In order to expedite the process of getting your crane proposal, you can do some research up front. Internet is a great tool for learning about what type of components go into an overhead crane, talking to industry experts, uh, talking to people within your own industry, attending trade shows, making phone calls to industry partners that you have. There are tons of resources available for you to figure out exactly what kind of crane you need. So what we did is we developed a resource for you absolutely for free. If you click the link above, it'll take you to our 10 things to consider checklist. If you're going to put an overhead crane in your facility, the best thing that you can possibly do is figure out the different types that are there. It puts you in a better position to know what you're talking about, what you need, how you need it, and how fast you need it. It is definitely important for the individual to do research, knowing the number of lifts and the percentage of the overall capacity of the crane uh, percentage lifts are going to be huge in being able to determine what components are being used on your crane. So research and resources aside, what happens after the estimator leaves your facility? So after the sales specialist leaves your facility, they're going to go back to the estimating and engineering team, have a sit-down conversation with their, their team, give them all the information, all the dimensions that they took, all the application and crane duty cycle information. After the proposal is completed, the sales specialist will reach back out to you to set up a time to come in and present it. Sometimes, depending on how fast the quote is needed, we may just email it over to you and then follow up. But we typically like to make a presentation because we feel that that 
allows us to go through the proposal with you, not just look at the number at the end. So do you even need more than one overhead crank quote? If you do, how do you compare one to the other? You're using the same space, you're using the same type of crane once you figure it out. So how is it possible that quotes can differ in price from one to another company? In our industry, there's a wide variety of different numbers that you can get. And it's based on componentry, uh, where the components are made, uh, be it overseas or here in the United States. Uh, there's other uh, things that you need to take into account. Some uh, manufacturers may see things that you know somebody else didn't when they were in your facility. In my experience, banks do require multiple quotes. That way, they know that you are getting the best dollar value uh, for your project. And that makes sense to me. If you're going to buy a car, if you're going to buy a house, you don't just take the first thing somebody tells you is gospel. You go online. You compare that car to different car companies to figure out if it's going to line up or not. But what things should you be looking for specifically when comparing two different quotes? When looking at different overhead crane companies, you want to look at the equipment they're providing. Sometimes you'll see components that are made overseas. And while it's not a problem, pricing does come into play there, as well as turnaround for parts. In addition, you've also got companies offering different warranties. So something you really want to look at is what their warranty terms are. It could be parts only are covered, where labor you would still have to pay for. Some will offer two to three years and beyond in their warranty, as opposed to just a standard one year. So the more Chris would tell me about different factors that affect the cost of an overhead crane, I kept wondering, what's the, what's the fine print? What are those hidden details that people don't typically mention? And I specifically asked Chris, are there any incidentals? Are there any hidden fees? What should we be looking out for when we're buying an overhead crane? And he did say that there were a few. Incidentals are definitely something you need to take into consideration. Steel numbers are constantly fluctuating. And when you get a proposal, let's say a previous year, and you come back to revisit the project, a steel, a steel number can be considerably different. Also, componentry price increases happen. In addition, taxes, permitting fees. Um, when you're installing a crane into your building, if it's being mounted directly to the building structure, something you need to look at with your municipality is, are there any associated fees that come along with that? Typically, a crane manufacturer will not take care of those fees unless they're made aware of it up front. So a typical price for an overhead crane is good for 30 days. One of the last things I wanted to ask Chris about, and it's a question that he's never really gotten before, it's, what can a company do to help you, the person watching this video, the person about to buy this overhead crane? Because yeah, you're going to spend a lot of money, but it's just as much up to the company to help you along the way, which is why we're making this video, which is why I asked this question. So what can a company do to help you? References are a great thing. You've got your industry partners that you've dealt with. Again, you can get references from them. You can also get references directly from the crane manufacturer that's coming and met with you. They're always willing to share information on their past projects and give you somebody that you can talk to about how their experience went, how close they were to hitting the delivery date that they set out to give you, how well the installation went, how it was working with their internal team, with the estimators and the engineers and project management team. I have seen other people's quotes just with the number blacked out. That is normal. It allows you to get a better feel for what a certain manufacturer is providing with their proposal over what somebody else may be giving you. If you're looking at a proposal and one number is considerably lower than the other two that you have, there might be something with regards to that lower proposal that may be different with regards to the scope that's being provided. And that's all for today's podcast. We hope we were able to help you better understand how to compare overhead crane quotes to another and what to look for. If you liked what you heard, don't hesitate to share it with your friends and coworkers. You can also head over to mazellacompanies.com where we've got a ton of blog articles written and downloads for you to grab. You can also catch our content on our YouTube channel by popping over to youtube.com slash mazellacompanies. 
For all of us at Mozilla Companies, I'm Devin McCarty. Thank you for listening.